Welcome to this next episode of Courtney and Morgan. We back up in this thing. I'm Courtney. I'm Morgan. Great. How's it going, Courtney? <sighs> this has been a rough weekend. But a lot has happened since last week we recorded early and this week we recorded late. So. Yep. First off, I'm glad to say there's not that much bad stuff. But we got to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Obviously. Sunday night, I'm actually heading home from work, back to my house. And Morgan hits me up. Did you hear that Nipsey Hussle got shot? And I was like, oh, fuck. I go online, trying to find out what happened. Turns out he was shot six times at his own store, his own neighborhood, which is trifling for anyone to do. Then, okay, we're waiting for updates and everything like that. Unfortunately, it comes out that he was killed. And that was just really, really hard. Um, Usually celebrity deaths don't affect me that much. Not to sound like that they're not significant, but... You know, people just pass on. Like some some deaths were more impactful, like when Michael Jackson passed away, when Prince passed away, because I have such a connection with their music. Nipsey, I listen to Nipsey's music, but living out here, seeing the community hurt, really, really added to it. Especially when there isn't a real purpose behind it. It, it it was like when they say crime is senseless, like this literally was it made no sense. Like aside from him being an artist, he's known for way more overcoming, you know, gang ties and things like that. And from early, early on in his career, a lot of these videos are resurfacing as people, you know, remember his life um, where he talked about investing and obtaining assets instead of just buying jewelry and checking off on cars and stuff like that. Buying properties, investing into your community. He did that. The stuff we want all the celebrities to do. Yeah, he encourages that. A, a lot of older, or not even older, a lot of wiser artists like 2 Chains, you know, Snoop, a lot of those artists advocate for that. Um, mm-hmm. Even Migos, they're known as some of the flashier, flashier artists. But they, they still, support their community. Yeah, they still own land. They still give back. They donate their, you know, philanthropic efforts and stuff like that, and... I'm not one to pocket watch, but that's that's impactful. I think that lasts longer than your music. Like, that legacy of your reputation is just as important. So, I mean, look look at Jay-Z right now. Besides being married to Beyonce, what he's known best for is his good deeds at this point in time. That's in the, that's in the good news. We're going to get yeah. to that, too. But... Um, something that I really, I really um, admire about Nipsey was um, the fact that when he was growing up, South Central LA um, on Slauson, he there was a you know a corner store he and his friends used to frequent, and racist ass store owners used to kick him out and like try and get him you know banned from the place, and they're just trying to stay out of trouble and everything. Um, he bought that whole property out, so that that owner has to pay rent to him, and he opened a clothing store, but it was like a basic needs store as well cell phones clothing fragrance um then he opened the barbershop and i mean this is just the tip of the iceberg of all the things that he's accomplished he's somebody that um especially with the kind of people that we talk about as far as like cancel culture people just you know saying anything and getting canceled (laughs) um he's somebody that i've seen has become more thought provoking and starts questioning like his beliefs and stuff like that where he's made comments that are like you know 
defensive. Might be a sketch. But he's open. Yeah, yeah, a little bit sketchy. But he's opened up his. You know, he's open like to thought. He's like becoming a thought leader, thought provoker, and then even him being with Lauren London. Um, he was he testifies to having to like change his life and like how she makes him better like like really like send like stop playing around and like realize that this is his actual love of his life like there's just so many things he's a he's a, he's a parent he's a brother he's a son he's a friend he's a community leader an influencer an artist um an entrepreneur a mogul like and it's just really fucked up that his life was cut short. Nobody deserves to take someone's life, and um, yeah, it's just really sad. So, kind of like getting back to what I was saying before, I think because same as you was like, I didn't necessarily listen to a whole lot of Nipsey. I saw him. I think he was at Broccoli Fest last year. Um, but so say for example, what was the other rapper that was killed in what like Miami or Florida late last year? Young rapper, tattoos on the face. Someone who was just killed? I mean, honestly, there are so many. In Florida specifically? The young boy, real light skin, had tattoos on his face. Honestly. But um, anyway, he... I don't want to disrespect him, but honestly, so many people are killed. I don't don't even know where to... No, I understand. Uh, But the point I was getting at, he was killed and they were robbing him. There was literally no... like. Not right, once again, but there was no reason for that man to kill Nipsey Hussle. There was nothing that he was profiting, getting out of doing that. So that makes it, I think that's why it hits it more. It's like, this is really senseless and it touches upon all the senseless killings that happen, whether people are celebrities or not, just things that there was no reason for it to happen. Also, one thing with this is um, with Nipsey, he, again, like I said, he was like being more open minded and thought thought provoking and being a thought leader and things like that. He started to speak on this person um, who's no longer with us, Dr. Sebi, who I've been Uh hearing about for years. He's um, he's referenced as like a holistic healer and, you know, especially when people start crossing over to like veganism and plant based diets and stuff like that, because I mean, it is true. The stuff that, um, <laughs> please keep listening. Hear me out before you like be like, oh, no, she on some bullshit. Just hear me out. Um, the things that they feed us, and you can watch this in numerous documentaries, even on Netflix, fooding, all kinds of um, documentaries about how our food is killing us. Um, if you eat meat, the preservatives, the way that they treat the animals while they're alive in order to fatten them up, the, the you know, steroids and things like that, the pesticides and everything they spray on our produce and everything like that it's not built for human consumption it's not normal and our bodies are reacting to that evolutionary in an evolutionary way and you know he brought a lot of light to that unfortunately some of those things i personally don't believe in like you can your diet can or like i think one of his points was um stuff like your diet can cure cancer he said like women having a period or like menstrual cycle is abnormal and if you change your diet you can get rid of having a period when it's literally basic human function and you bleed because you're not carrying a child to reproduce you should have a period yeah it's normal (laughs) reproductive function that's like what and then and it's not even just humans it's other 
mammals. Right. So what? That's something. I don't mean to be disrespectful because I know he passed, but it's just stupid. Even if he were alive, it's I mean, just not, not disrespectful. True. Him. A claim, sure. A claim that it's not him. He just made a claim that doesn't make sense. Yeah, or he's you know suggest that your diet can you know make you immune to certain things which your diet and your nutrition does play into like your immune system and your right it's obviously a major part of your health. obviously yes but he's most notable for everyone he's um misunderstanding this point he people are saying that he found a cure for aids and suggesting that the government killed him for it and they keep saying he won a case against the, the government and Did he not. was killed shortly <laughs> after but the truth is and I I don't have the you know, literal source right here, but it's public information, just like people found that. He fought that, well, basically he was in trouble for acting as a doctor. He's not an actual doctor. Um, And he was able to defend himself by saying he was a holistic healer. So he won that case, saying that that can be something that he can identify as, although he goes by Dr. Sebi. Because they were, what they were trying to convict him of was Oh, essentially God. fraud or like it, practicing like mal doing? not malpractice yeah. but you know but he's not practicing a practicing doctor not, but he didn't claim to be a doctor you can't so. just be a doctor like a doctor of medicine specifically there i mean it's hard to be a doctor period no matter which field it is but especially a medical doctor you cannot take that lightly i mean that's common sense but so folks yeah if you're believing dr sebi that was the case he won he identifies as a or identified as a holistic healer and that's how he got away with doing what he was doing because he does not identify as an actual practicing medical doctor the AIDS thing he did not invent the cure for aids and he was not assassinated because he knew the cure like and so they're suggesting that um nipsey i don't know if he was supposed to be only narrating or if he was had a hand in creating this documentary about dr sebi's life i think he's creating okay so people are suggesting that him doing that is like oh he knows too much and the government killed him what and now um now nick cannon who's a close friend of nipsey hustles um is now coming out saying he's gonna take over and people keep saying watch out for nick cannon like what <laughs> like what like i this is actually scary that so many people believe this that is actually terrifying <laughs> We need to have an episode one day on cons- black conspiracy theories. On Hotep niggas? We can do it next week, girl. I have that so works. much material. And it's not even just, they have a lot, but just black people in general have a lot of conspiracy theories. Some, I get why you, why you might start off in that direction, but others are nuts. Some of it is, you know, nuts. urban legend. And that's a valid, that's valid history. Like, a lot of the things that we know is because of what we've been told. But in the age of technology, like, literally, girl, Google is free. I've said this several times. Everybody knows it. If you have act, if you have the privilege of having access to internet, you know that Google is damn free. And I know that you know Google is free because you're on free damn Twitter talking about some, he was assassinated. And then also saying stuff like, okay, Jaden Smith, who's doing the Boxwater initi- Initiative in Flint and um, trying to test it and get it off the ground to market it in other places in the world. Saying, watch out for Jaden Smith. Don't put that kind of weird-ass fucking energy on anybody yes. else either. Suggesting they're going to yes. be assassinated? Like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you niggas? Like, what? They were doing that yesterday with Nipsey, too, where it was like, before we knew he he had passed, or Sunday, excuse me, before we knew he had passed, people were like, rest in peace. No. Don't say that yet. Like, let, let that, that shit yet. come out. Like... 
And then on that, on that, that reminds me of the fact that people were sharing his the video of him laying down in a pool oh of blood. Gosh. And then even after that, videos started surfacing of Lauren London running into the hospital after finding out he was shot. What I again? Heard about what that. is wrong with you niggas? That is so Let out of line. people have their moments. First of all, people that post it, that's fucked up. And I'm saying that in the sense knowing the news posted some of that thing, those things, CNN, CBS, they posted some of these videos. Nobody needs to see that. We know what the end result was. We know how it got to that point. You described it. We don't need a video. And Lauren London and her family don't need to relive a video of her realizing that he was shot slash dead. People, I understand that we're in the information age and everything is so instant. Everything is literally at our thumbs. I get it. I totally get it. But posting that and sharing that and reposting that and even having filmed that shit in the first place is wrong on so many levels. It's incredibly insensitive to the victim's families, especially when we didn't even know if he was dead or not. Secondly, it's very inconsiderate to anybody like that's. Yo, black, we're going to get into this at some point, too. Black people, especially growing up in certain environments, are prone to PTSD just off being fucking black. So you sharing, especially when, like, you know, in the height of Black Lives Matter and police brutality, sharing, I get that you want to bring to light that these things are, these tragic things are happening. You cannot assume that we're all mentally stable enough, or even if you're, you are cool, that's still not healthy for you to see somebody's dead body or dying body. That is so unhealthy. I don't even understand. I can't even begin to understand what a nigga would think to post that and share that to the masses. Like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? That is not normal or healthy behavior. There is something wrong with you if you post some shit like that. I'm sorry. If that sounds judgy, so be it. Why the fuck would you do that? I don't do the the, the trauma porn where... We just, you know, keep seeing this shit over and over. That's not going to be my call to action by seeing somebody's dead body. You can get the point across without being graphic. It doesn't help. It doesn't bring us any more information. I just think it's so inconsiderate and disrespectful to do that shit. Especially when we hadn't even known that he died. It's, like, triggering. It's it's traumatizing. It's, like, oh, my God. As if this shit wasn't bad enough. That this man was shot on his own property. In his own neighborhood. Like, come on now. Yeah. And like, kind of like going into what you were saying, there's enough chronic stressors affecting the black community, like in our health, like shown in studies that this is something impacting our health, no matter economic status, no matter educational status. We have a chronic stress that has impacted us through generations and when we see these videos over and over and over different I remember where there was one in Cleveland where remember you weren't here but there was a man I think it was like Easter or something and they said he was shooting yeah it's the Facebook killer and they showed they posted the video of him shooting an old man in the face face. and it was was reposted reposted over and over and over over. like that's not necessary it's already sad enough like exactly we know what happened we know the result we don't need to see that but yeah at all and so um in fact when i was studying like news journal when i was going to go into news which i quickly changed and diverted my attention to radio um 
They were that's like an ethics call on say there's a police chase that they're broadcasting on the news. If the driver gets out and commits suicide, you probably should not air that. It's an ethical call. And for people to not have any fucking morals or scruples and share that shit to the masses, it's just so irresponsible. So that um so speculating about his death, showing his death, so so blatantly disrespectful. And one thing that I will say is not and I've already talked about how I feel about the police, but the police, the public official, the media have been treating him with so much respect. I really genuinely do. That really does warm my heart that they're not just reducing him to a gangbanger or a rapper. He's more than that. People are acknowledging that. And that is so good. That's so good. Representation is everything. I, I will never stop bringing that up. So and um. Moments ago, Lauren Lennon just posted onto Instagram, and then people were even talking, like tagging her. And I'm like, I think social media has just put us into a situation that has desensitized us, and it's very scary. But um, mostly positive, though. Aside from that shit, people are outpouring their memories, and especially like um, where I work, he comes up to our job all the time. He's very tight with the radio community, gives shout-outs, shout which is something I really appreciate. And he made good music, and he made an impact. So his death was not in vain, although completely senseless. Um, so, yeah. My thoughts are with his family, especially his children. Um, I hope that L.A. stays safe. Uh, unfortunately, he does have gang ties, and... <laughs> It's not pretty. Last yeah. night there was a stampede and people were being stabbed and just trying to celebrate his life. So I just hope people can remember him and honor him. And they they um they arrested a suspect. Apparently he tried to check into a mental hospital, which is mind blowing to me. Um, but people are suggesting that they already killed some of his family members because they couldn't find him, the suspect. Which, that's not good either. That's not necessary. It's not, but it's culture. It's culture. Um, So, I just hope that people heal, take the time they need to heal and grieve this. Even in the Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, you know, realm of social media. Take the time to remember the impact, the positive impact that he had. And try and like, I mean, he was dropping gems. People compare him to Snoop. People compare him to Tupac, and it doesn't feel icky saying that because I know a lot of you niggas compare everybody to everybody. But it's not far off. I mean, he really did make a positive impact. And living in L.A. has made me appreciate that more than just than beyond his music. So, um, yeah. (sighs) That's my saddest thing. Now that we have the major bad out of the way, want to get to catching up on just what's been going on? Yeah, for sure. I've heard about Lil Uzi and how he's been having difficulties. Honestly, before that news was coming out, I had wondered what had happened to him because he was so big and on the radio with multiple songs at a time. And he was everywhere for a good, like, six months. And then all of a sudden, Disappeared. Nothing. So that's something that, um, <clears throat> unfortunately, is not too uncommon. Right. A lot of people, especially in the age of social media, a lot of, um, and I, this really bothers me as somebody in this industry, I see a lot, A, a lot of uh, these record labels and A&R and bigwigs at these labels 
scout people based on social media, which is a good thing and a bad thing. <clears throat> to me, it's lazy. Majority of it, the time is lazy. They'll do this gimmicky shit where they'll be like, who's the best artist right out? out who got the best song out right now? Nigga, do your job. You think L.A. Reid was on Facebook scouting out niggas? Do your fucking job. Go out to shows. These people are touring most likely. Go out to shows or like listen to the platforms where they release their music. Stop being lazy and resulting to people who are not getting paid to tell you who you should be looking out for. That's super whack to me. I just want to get that out of the way. Um, Secondly, though, with those people that do have a big following and they go viral, such as like Lil Pump, 6ix9ine, all the annoying niggas pretty much in music that you like, who the fuck? Or like, you know. They the pop mumble off. rappers and the people that ain't got Mumble shit rappers, SoundCloud rappers, however you want to, you know. Now, I don't want to generalize, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, I hope. Oh, I get what you're saying. These people, they pop off on social media and then they turn around and get signed. They do what's in their best interest because they, you know, usually the record label is of good faith and you can trust that they'll put you on. But as we know, from like TLC to Rihanna, all kinds of people get screwed over by record labels. What they like to do is sign these 360 deals, which is they turn around, put out the music, whatever like that. They don't give them the rights to any of their music when their contract is up. They're like slaving for these people and they barely get paid. And, you know, other specifics, maybe that wasn't too correct, but that's generally how it's paying out. And basically people want to get about their contracts. This even happens to people as notable and who have been around as long as Lil Wayne who notably is trying to get out of cash money and fell out with Baby and had restrictions on releasing music and when he can leave his contract and be independent or be on his own shit. And it's just, you know, it just it just is gross and yucky. So Lil Uzi has been having contract disputes for a while now and even threatened to quit music after he signed to... He signed to this um, DJ Dramas label who backed him for the majority of his career um okay and the the label is called generation now it's under atlantic records atlantic records also has artists like um cardi bad baby now these are some of the people that i was referencing bad baby little skies they get popping off some internet shit but you know some bigger names who was a boogies on here boosie Bree steves charlie pooth so, like, currency, like, they have some, you know, notable people. And some of those people have their own labels, such as, like, you know, Cash Money or, like, Dreamville. They're Rock Nation. They're under bigger labels, but they're divisions of that label. So, he's right. been trying to get out of his contract. And he wants to go back to being normal. He doesn't want to deal with being an artist anymore. And so, he actually ended up releasing... Well, DJ Drama came out and said his last album can be his next album. And everyone was celebrating it. And that just similar to like the Carter Five was supposed to be released a long time ago under Cash Money, so that he could be his final album. He can be out, right. and they, you know, that didn't come out till like years after that discussion. So that was exciting, and he released a track called Free Uzi, which you know was like a little standalone single. We didn't know if it was in promotion for a completed album or what, but it, it was released. And um, then you started to see him pop up on Rock Nation's website, which is under Jay-Z. And he, Jay-Z's been doing the fucking, like, he, I have him here, he's paid Lil Wayne's taxes, he's helped him out paying taxes, he's donated to various victims of police brutality and their families, he's produced documentaries for several of them now, he's 
provided legal support for 21 Savage, that kid that was, you know, <laughs> which is so ridiculous, taken to court for not saying the national anthem at age 12 um, or 11. Regardless, a yeah, child. A child. And, I mean, he's really been doing the damn thing. We mentioned him when we were talking about Nipsey Hussle. Like, he's somebody that's made an impact aside from, you know, he used to be selling drugs and into some, like, you know, sketchy shit, doing what he had to do. I mean, didn't he get arrested for murder at one point in time? He didn't get convicted. Jay-Z? He didn't get convicted. Yeah. yeah. He's been accused of stabbing. He's been accused of hitting people. Like, you know, a lot of stuff. But he's Development over time. Character development, sure, yes. So, he's being backed by Rock Nation. Shortly after that news broke, they pulled, Atlantic Records pulled his um, single off of all streaming services. Which, as an artist, I would imagine is super, super, like, you know, depressing, <laughs> like, disappointing, whatever. And now, somebody leaked his music on, or hacked Somebody's computer or whatever access to Uzi's music and is posting it online. And it's just a fucking mess. I hope he can just drop whatever he has to drop. I like Lil Uzi. I like his energy. He's like a little rock star. I like people hate that he dresses funny or his piercings or suggest that he's homosexual or whatever. Like, whatever he is, I fuck with him. He's a rock star. I think he's talented. I like his style of music. I think he's lyrical. I like his production. He's a badass performer. So regardless of what you think, if he's fruity or whatever you're homophobic, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever your rhetoric is, I want him to stay. And hopefully he can get out of the situation. And hopefully it opens up other artists' eyes so that they're not in similar situations where they don't, they can't do what they're here to do, which is create. Um, also something um, notable about Nipsey, just to go back again, um, Nipsey, same with who else? Um, Two Chains, I believe. There are a few artists in the forefront right now that are really stressing the importance of not only having your own assets when you do get money, owning your masters, owning the rights to your music. So when you get out of your deal, you can still make money off of it. If you go stream Victory Lap right now, all that money is going to Lauren London and his kids and his family. It's not going to whatever label he you know previously was associated with. So. Hopefully people, and I really do want to, I'm in radio mostly, but I do, you know, keep up with the music industry and try to be educated on what's going on there. So, because I do work with artists, so, you know, I hope to tie into that one day, but that's, those are some takeaways that I really gathered just from prime examples in the public, so. Yeah, but shout out to Jay-Z, shout out to Lil Uzi. Yeah, black people doing stuff. (laughs) Are you familiar with Lil Nas X? I am not. Have you ever heard this song, Old Town Road? I got the horses in the back. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like a cut. It was like a, it, it was viral on Twitter, firstly. And um, it's a viral country trap song. And there's, okay. I will say this. <laughs> I have become aware that this is a genre because my boyfriend is country as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so then these songs will come on and I my mind is blown. Did not realize until recently country trap was a thing. It started off, I think that it started off as like funny, like meme culture. People repost it and everything like that. Right. People dub it over videos of, you know, things. But what's interesting about this is that he actually 
entered the Billboard Hot 100 charts. He was charting <laughs> off of this song. He's now verified on Twitter or on all social media. He's had his music play choreographed by the um, what's the basketball team in Atlanta? The bas the uh, the Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Their dancers dance to it during halftime. They choreographed to it. Um, like I said, it had a billboard entry. Um, he's gotten a lot of brand recognition. He's met with record labels. It's getting steam, okay? As random and as hilarious as it is, it's getting steam. He produced okay. it. He wrote it. He's the, the performer on the track. I mean, it's amazing, honestly. But what's unfortunate about this is that... Um, Billboard removed it. It was tried in country. Once it started cu- tried in country, they were like, no, your nigger ass ain't about to succeed. So that was my country accent. I don't know if you peeped that. Mm-hmm. So they pulled it off bo- Billboard saying, um, let me find the direct quote. It's possible for a song to fit into more than one genre. Yes. Yeah. Happens all the time. They were trying to suggest that it wasn't actual country. They acknowledged that it was like, you know, how it started off and the energy around it. And they're like, it's not real country. It doesn't have the it doesn't why? have the elements What's of country, country music. Cause black Morgan, that's why. They didn't fuck with Rihanna not Rihanna, excuse me. Whew, close one. They didn't fuck with Beyonce putting out daddy lessons and performing on the CMAs with the Dixie Chicks. That wasn't country enough, even what? though her ass is country as fuck from Houston, Texas. They don't- they have a hard time realizing that black people can be country. And you know what an overarching point is? Black people started the majority, if not all of these white, predominantly white, quote-unquote, genres of music. Right. Rock, jazz, right. blues, mm-hmm. hip-hop, country. Mm-hmm. I mean, being black is lit. Just because some other demographics have cornered the market does not take away from that fact. Okay. So, also, it's, but, so, so that's not, cause that doesn't have all the elements to be country, but Miley Cyrus can yeehaw her ass over into a Michael Jordan's jersey and put some girls in and do a song with Juicy J and Khalifa, and that's hip-hop. Battle chart on Urban. Or Post Malone Dusty Ass. He's even said that he doesn't want to be a rapper. That nigga still charts on hip-hop charts. I like Post Malone as an artist, but, you know. He even tried to distinguish himself from that. Same with Justin Bieber. He started to think he was light-skinned Chris Brown for a second. And then he wanted to hop back on over to the EDM side and the pop side, top 40 shit. So I think it's very irresponsible to, to disregard crossover artists, regardless of if you right. think it's a serious song or not. A lot of... Bad Baby! Like, I don't have to elaborate. That bitch be, be touring. Like... I just don't like how they how they get that decision to classify people. You know what I mean? If he says it's a country song, it's a country song. It is. That's cre- that's artistic license. Right. So right. fuck your racist ass rhetoric. And it's one thing if it never charted country. That would be one thing if it never. But seeing as it was there and then they removed it, that's the problem. Yeah. So go ahead and stream Old Town Road by Lil Nas X on pretty much every platform and get that boy some checks. His little black boy joy. Fuck all that racist shit. Mm-hmm. He deserves mm-hmm. to be great. And everybody deserves to get this coin and everybody's going to be posting your shit. Of course you should get paid. Oh, yeah. 
So that's Lil Nas X. So um, Big Sean is back in the media. He kind of yeah. took a little hiatus, especially after everybody speculated that he and Janae Aiko broke up, which who cares? Then he popped back up. People were suggesting that he and Ariana Grande are dating again. Again, who cares? <clears throat> but this is more importantly that he came back and spoke about having to take a hiatus in regards to his mental health. I will say that many people who have some sort of sort of celebrity or notoriety, they have been very good at expressing that they are having mental health issues um, and that they're dealing with them in their own way, whether they tell us this after the fact, um, after they've already dealt with it, or if they're in the process of dealing with it. So, yes, there is Big Shine. Um, another one, big one right now is Justin Bieber. Because he's released a lot about how he's having issues um, currently and is dealing with them now and how that's affecting his life on a personal and professional level. Mm -hmm. So I respect that just because we've gotten to a point where we realize most of us got some fucking mental health issues. Yeah. It's just being willing to deal with them. Whether it's being black, your social class, your financial status, um, the fucking pressure to graduate college and get a job right after and, you know. Family issues. Yeah. Societal pressures, environmental factors. There's a lot of things to, I mean, look at the fucking president. There's a lot of things that you might want to, you know, take a long depression nap over or, you know. Maybe you have other issues that you've been having to deal with. Um, mental illnesses, uh, lack of access to health care. There's, there's tons of reasons. And um, he has the privilege of access, so I'm glad that he's getting help. There are some people that have as much money, if not more than him, that really do need help but don't take advantage of it. That's not right. my business, but it's good to see a black person take care of themselves and being a positive representation that, yeah, it does happen. It's not abnormal and you should get help if you can. So, right. Shout out to him. Hope he does better soon. So another thing that's in the media is how D Barnes, who is classified as a hip hop figure, um, she revealed that she's homeless and she has put up a GoFundMe. So most people know Dee Barnes um, in her past interactions with Dr. Dre. Uh, what was it that happened before? He he assaulted her and like it's well known that he assaulted her. And that kind of fucked with her career after the fact. I think he punched her. She was a music journalist and um, yeah, I mean, there especially when uh, in, uh, what's the NWA movie came out? Straight Outta Compton came out, and Misha Lay's biopic came out. Yeah. People were starting to bring to light that Dr. Dre has a questionable past with abuse, and people would just choose to, you know, which he definitely does. Like R. Kelly, like other people that are abuse- abusers, they get brushed under the rug because of their talent and what they bring out into the world. But um, a while, this is like super old, the '90s or early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Dee Barnes, a prominent music journalist, um, hip-hop figure, she was assaulted by him. I think he punched her in the face or something like that. 
Let me look this up because I don't want to. Yeah, in I don't like, want to like in the club. Yeah, I don't want to misquote this. This is all alleged. I don't, he's. I don't think he's been charged for this or anything. I don't know if you would even. I, I think it's a little past alleged though. I know, but if it still wasn't proven in court, I don't want to get he sued. Wasn't, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't convicted of it. But many there were many witnesses and the fact that it happened. Okay, so at least this is part according of it, to maybe not the. Maybe not the extensive version of the story, but at least the punch, I remember. Yeah. Well, this is what it says on um, Wikipedia. It says, um, in 1991, they were at a release party in Hollywood, and it says, he picked her up by her hair, uh, trigger warning for abuse, he picked her up by her hair and began slamming her head and the right side of her body repeatedly against a brick wall near a stairway as his bodyguard held off the crowd with a gun. After Dr. J tried to throw her down the stairs and failed, he began kicking her in the ribs and hands. She escaped and ran into the woman's restroom. Dr. J followed her and grabbed her from behind by the hair again and proceeded to punch her in the back of the head. This is according to Rolling Stones reporter Alan Light via Wikipedia. But yeah, so she did sue him and it was settled out of court. So that's why we don't know any of the details in regards to that, but that case was settled out of court very sketchy i think it's i mean like anybody if anybody's homeless that's unfortunate it really the amount of homelessness in the u.s is horrible i think the one thing that's standing out to me most in this is the gofundme um portion of it i said you mean american healthcare because our actual healthcare is a joke so people use gofundme to like you know live i'm just saying in general just gofundme i feel weird about because you know what you do have the right to ask people for money and if people got random money sitting around that they can give you hey that's their prerogative how they want to use their money but then not necessarily in her case but i feel sometimes people just use gofundme and the different sites like that so frivolously that it's like what the hell so she said hers not for, in her case but so she was alleged she's um suggesting that she was blackballed from this incident um and just briefly on her bio or her description of her gofundme she just said um she's been applying to jobs and stuff like that even as like admin retail which is really sad to hear not that those jobs are not jobs valid jobs but just from rise from being a prominent figure in this industry to having to go back to the start is just scary and one of my fears. Um, so yeah, she only said it for a five thousand dollars. Not only as if it's a small amount of money. I would love to have five thousand dollars, but that was her goal. And as of now, she's reached thirty grand um, in a month, <clears throat> and no longer accepting donations. So it's very sad. Um, yeah. It's just one of the things that kind of represents, I mean, take the situation with Dr. Dre out of it. It just represents what a lot of people are going through. Yeah. But I can't help but wonder if this is going to bring to light some issues that are kind of brushed under the rug, especially in light of R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, all the abusers. Those are sexual abusers and, you know, but physical assault, too. I just wonder if that's going to bring anything up, so... Yeah. But she should be good. I mean, thirty grand. <clears throat> That's how much I owe on student loans. So I think she'll be all right. I think she'll be all right. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, Cleveland. 
<laughs> Even though the induction doesn't happen in Cleveland. Cleveland. I know, it's in, it's in New York. I had the chance to go to one in 2016 when NWA was inducted, ironically. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's always in Brooklyn. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it does make sense, but yeah, it's kind of random. So um, they, indu- they have their induction ceremony for 2019. Some notable artists, well, they're all notable, I guess, if it's in the Hall of Fame. The Cure, Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks, Radiohead, The Zombies, Roxy Music, and Janet Jackson, who was inducted by um, Janelle Monet. So shout out to her. Yeah, I saw pictures of that. Shout out to her. Now she's there with her brother. Yeah. Iconic. Some of these Even seem if- long and overdue, though. Like, they just nominated Tupac not so long ago. It's kind of like, what is the timeline here? I mean, because technically it's supposed to be... You could, you're supposed to have contribute a certain number of years. Well, I mean, he was uh, murdered. I mean, there are some that are like... I mean, even looking at this year. Stevie Nicks has been around for how fucking long? Ever. And everybody knows Stevie Nicks. True. Uh, but I will say, I, I, I do like, even if I don't listen to all these people, I recognize these names. Because I, sometimes I feel like Except there's years where they go so far music. back. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. When I went, Deep Purple was being nominated, NWA, and a lot of rock. I mean, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, a lot of UK artists and things like that. So, but you know, cool. It's cool. I, I'm always for people getting the recognition they deserve and credit they deserve. That's something that's really important to me. I'm not sure if it's actually meaningful or if I just think it's nice. But yeah, cool. Yeah, it's always nice. Nice to have something positive. Facts. So, did you watch the Image Awards this weekend? I didn't. Um, no. What did I do? Oh, I was out of town, so no, I didn't watch the Image Awards. I did see the clip of Chris Rock talking about Jesse. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, uh, and then also the ridiculousness of the beehive <laughs> and their attacking of Amari Hardwick. Did you watch the video? I saw the clip of that. And here's my thing. Because the Beehive will go off on a lot of things. My issue is... Not my issue. I don't have an issue with it. Because it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. But it's funny because we all have seen clips of Beyonce. If she does not want you in her space, you will not be in her space. If she felt offended, he would have been far away. Whether it was a head movement, a push, a turn around. So that's why it's crazy that they reacted the way they did. Just because it's like... If she was offended, we would have seen it. She's done it plenty of other times. The one thing I will say is, um, luckily, or this is how I see things. I hope I'm not totally off and I don't want to ever discredit actual situations of victims and stuff like that, of like harassment or assault or what have you, especially in the public eye. Um, I don't want to, like, read too much into a situation because maybe Beyonce wasn't directly affected or, like, didn't think too much of what happened. But essentially, it's a, you see this video of Amari Hardwick and Tory Naden from Power um, and other things. 
um, greeting Beyonce. He goes up to hug her, kisses her on the cheek to initiate, and then goes into a hug. Then comes back out as he's exiting the hug, kicks her, kisses her on part of her mouth. And Jay-Z's over there, but he's not really looking at it. Some people suggested that you could hear him saying, watch yourself. But the one thing that struck me was Beyonce looked visibly uncomfortable. And yeah, you're right. If she had a problem with it, she would, you know, sick her security on somebody or, you know, make a bigger deal. But maybe, I don't know, part of it made me feel gross because, like, a lot of people don't say anything out of fear that they'll be, like, you know, making too much of too much out of the situation. Or maybe they just feel awkward because obviously they were cool. They hugged like that. But maybe he just went too far. I don't know. I just, as a woman who has been in uncomfortable situations like that, you know, where you're in the club or somebody tries to get past you, they touch the small of your back or they're a little bit, hug you a little bit too long or their hands are in a weird place. And it's not necessarily like you were assaulted or violated, but it is awkward and uncomfortable. So as a woman, I recognize that. I get it. And there's a, there is a big issue with like just an invasion of personal space. I guess in this situation, I don't comment any more than that just because I don't know what their relationship is like. Yeah. All it just looked, un- it just cool. looked uncomfortable to me. But like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know what was going on there. She may be uncomfortable for that. It might have been something else going on out of the view of the camera that she was uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So just as far as that own specific situation, I have no comment on it because I wasn't there and I don't know their relationship. Like that's the same thing that's going on right now uh, with uh, Joe Biden. He's getting a lot of ba- backlash because he's known for being invading personal space and some people are cool with it and some people are not and as he is contemplating a presidential run a lot of that is coming out now even though if you've seen him on anything you recognize that he's always up in somebody's personal space and there's been people who have said I have not felt uncomfortable with him when he's done these things and then there's people that have come out and said I have so that's where I get with the I don't know your relationship with people Yes, you. I could see how that could make somebody uncomfortable, but you know, depending on re- relationship, if say somebody I know does this versus somebody else, I'm gonna have a different reaction to it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Just in closing, my thoughts are just like, um, yeah, that situation is case by case. What I was gonna say was, um, luckily things seem to be in our favor as women. With all the light that's being shed on, like, assault and, you know, harassment, things of that nature, people might feel a little bit easier in acknowledging that these things are happening to them. But also, it's a hypersensitive subject. So, like you said, we weren't there. We don't know how she felt or how any of these people felt. But we're not dismissing how they may have felt. We just, you know, it is what it is until somebody says right. it's not okay. Um mm-hmm. But just briefly, I didn't watch the Image Awards either. I was actually going to say that, and me and you are on the same page about which award shows we do actually watch. But I feel like a lot of the fucking award shows exist now. I don't even, like, they just be out of, I mean, I know these existed, but it's just like, oh, have you seen Us yet? I have. Morgan, did you pee your pants? Were you sure? I did not. I mean, there were moments. I definitely, like, I was in a theater where the... Uh, update one where the seats recline and all that there were moments where my knees like bent up like oh what's up happening oh uh. but Shut. I thought it was cool I think what I appreciated the most about it is that it was original it was something different 
it wasn't the same old movie that we continue to see that continues to come out. Yes. So, yeah. I'm glad you finally saw it. I'm kind of mad that you didn't text me. It's fine, though. (laughs) So, they broke a lot of records opening weekend. Mm -hmm. Such as one that people are not talking about. Over their first weekend. Yes. Opening weekend. And up till now. Also, they have like a running record. So one that nobody really is talking about is Lupita's record for being one sec. I want to get the exact title. The first ever. First of all, this is her first headlining role, period. So all the movies that she's, you know, won an Oscar for, she's only been in for like less than 10 minutes. Just anyway, including she's been in Star Star Trek. She's in Star Trek, right? Or Star Wars. Which one? whatever um i don't think she's in either of those she is a one of them lupita star yeah she's in star wars she's in star wars which um, star wars the last jedi i don't remember that her role must have been small she played yeah that's what that's the point yeah she's never had a leading role until now which is wild because she's mega famous um was it not considered a leading role in 12 years of slave no I mean, I know it, she wasn't the lead character, but... She went for Best Supporting Actress, I think. Okay. Um, but it's her first ever headlining role. In the box office, um, they earned more than $71 million, um in the U.S. opening weekend. And that makes her the <clears throat> most profitable... Oh, I can't find the exact title, but as a woman of color for opening weekend, she set a record. That's kind of like anticlimactic, but I thought there was a title. I can't remember where it is. It was, some, it was something like where for a movie with a black leading woman, the most money ever made in the opening weekend. Yes. <laughs> and then the other, my computer's running super slow, so it won't load. Um, so that makes this movie the... Let me see. What the fuck? Is this going so slow? Biggest opening weekend for an original horror movie and biggest opening for an R-rated movie. They beat out um, Ted, which is a stupid-ass fucking movie. And they beat out It and the remake of Halloween. They're slightly... Or it would have landed biggest horror opening of all time if it weren't for It and Halloween. Which are non-original movies, as you mentioned. That This is an original concept. Right. And I will say, I enjoyed them both, but once again, yes, they're remakes. I didn't see the new Halloween. Um, it scared the fuck out of me. But, uh, yeah. So, shout out to black people, you know, being black. I thought that movie was super good. Not even just gassing it. A lot of people were shocked at its success, which is like, what the fuck? Way to underestimate us, which is offensive. But, um... I think that little girl killed it. And she's also going to be in the live action Lion King. She did really good. Lupita killed it. Mm-hmm. Winston Duke, he was like the supporting actor. The little hilarious. boy didn't have that many lines. Yeah, he was just the corny, lame dad, fine as fuck dad. Um, yeah. It was just funny. He was just a corny. Right. He reminded me of my Uncle Junior. He's just a corny, dorky, but smart dad. He had, they had a little code switching in I there. I thought it was really like black. Like a lot, like killing a white family to fuck the police, like <sighs> it's just so black. 
Um, Mm -hmm. Something coming off of that is Lupita. Now, I didn't see any backlash, but it's notable in promotion for the movie that it came out that, or that Lupita explained to reporters that she adapted a tremor and voice like she Based saw a voice of the actual disorder yeah she saw a voice coach and then an ear nose and throat doctor and really committed to method acting which is what a lot of act admirable actors have done such as Heath Ledger to almost too far to the point where he is no longer with us unfortunately um but yeah I thought it was really commendable as far as um method acting but apparently it raised some outrage because she came out and apologized in a very which I think it, the situation, the way it happened, I think it happened the way it should have. She addressed it the way she should have because when she said, because during promotion she did mention multiple times that, like, because I saw her promoting on a few different like shows and podcasts, she did mention that she was kind of even like on a short form basing it off of a disorder. So I can see how people might get offended if you know somebody with that disorder or have it. But I think she addressed it as best she could and she didn't do anything wrong. She said, I didn't mean to offend anybody. She just wanted to be authentic in what she portrayed in the film. Yeah, she did it in a very succinct, well, respect, respectful way. One thing that I'm seeing is like, for like I said, I didn't see anybody expressing outrage over it, but it's just sweet. Not sweet, but it's, it's commendable that she did say something. But... Now I'm seeing people are like, she don't have to apologize because what about Tom Hanks and Adam Sandler and so-and-so and so-and-so? And those are valid points, but you don't get to, where I my opinion is, you don't get to invalidate the experiences of different able people. <laughs> like Right. And guess what? A lot of those people have applied. If somebody uh, was offended by that, then that's valid. And she's apologizing for it. You don't get to say that it's not a big deal because other people have gotten away with it. Right. And a lot of other actors, they might not know it, but they have apologized for things they've done for roles. So, for example, um, Ben Stiller. I think it was Ben Stiller in um, Tropic Thunder. Simple Jack. Also, Robert Downey Jr., blackface in that movie. Um. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've apologized for that stuff. And you know what's horrible? That movie is fucking hilarious. But it has so... It's so problematic. (laughs) Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and many of them have apologized in the past. (laughs) Are you caught up on Real Housewives? I was about to ask you, did you watch the finale? I did. Ooh, child. It was kind of anticlimactic. You thought so? Yeah, it was kind of boring. Well, I saw what we exchanged in the DMs, the events leading up to the finale. Um, Oh, yeah. The stuff off camera was great, but the stuff on camera was boring as hell. Do you want to do a little dialogue? (laughs) Oh, okay. Like a little live reenactment? All right. So do you want to be Nini or do you want to be Portia? (laughs) Okay. I kind of want to be both, but I'll let you do one. (laughs) 
Um, Portia's was funnier. Yeah, it was. Okay, <laughs> you, you be Portia, I'll be Nini. Even though Nini is acting a plum fool. Okay. So. Alright, so just to get started, Portia wait, posted oh, sorry, this, I think it was this past weekend. Um, and this is the description on her post. This is what my so-called big sis sent me last night, six days after giving birth. Nene Leaks is so miserable and ain't happy for nobody. It's not a contest. I'm just living my life and being blessed. Yes, I posted this since you want to go on live and speak on me. Yet again, talk and about these texts. I figured I'd let them see for themselves. Hashtag fat shaming a new mom. Shame on you. Hashtag non-supportive edgeless bird. Hashtag is this your queen? <laughs> P.S. Dennis might make me delete soon. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Courtney thinks it would be funny for us to uh, reenact these texts. Wrong. I think it would be hilarious. On the podcast. podcast. Funny is All right. understatement. All right. So, I'm Nene. Mm-hmm. You lying ass, big, fat, hungry bitch. You know I never put my hands on you. Marlo, Cynthia, nor Candy can ever say that. You want an excuse for going in my closet without my permission? So you can talk your fake shit on IG all you want. But remember, my house is lit with cameras. Oh, and don't forget who was by your side and saved your whack ass when you pulled Kenya off that sofa. Don't forget, nobody fucked with you in San Fran or in Spain but me. If you got something to say, say the truth. Because I, if I put my hands on you, you will know. 100 emoji. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she goes on. <laughs> oh. Actually, this is some shit I would... I wouldn't send that, but that's my text style. Um... Oh, and I remember, and remember you had your hair flipped over your thin, bald spot. <laughs> I have hair, but if I don't, I have enough to buy all the wigs and extensions. I won't. I'm not reading all that bullshit. You know damn well I aim recorded. I aim recorded that I'm no studio to set you up. Kiss my ass. How dare you make that claim? I would not conspire no shit like that. And just as an add-on, she's responding to Nini saying on, I believe, her live that when she was screaming after the closet incident, that Portia actually recorded that in a studio and that didn't happen at Nini's house. <laughs> I continue. Oh, she, she reposted the, the same, same message again. again. No, reread it. Uh... I'm not reading all that bullshit. You know damn well I ain't record that in no studio to set you up. Kiss my ass. How dare you make that claim? I would not conspire no shit like that. That one better yo lying made me type too fast. <laughs> you, you so full of shit. Go enjoy your one time three episode commercial. Ha! You enjoy it too. Kiss emoji. <laughs> Lips emoji. Whichever you want to call. I had 12 episodes and trust I won't watch not one of yours. Too busy securing the bags. Some weird ass crazy faced emoji. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, And I know you recorded that, but it's okay. Yours is coming. No, I did not. You are sick to believe that. But I don't really give a damn. Bye, girl. 
You did, but it's okay. Oh, your day is coming just like it has in the past. I'm a lot of things, but what I don't do is fuck over people and lie for no reason. That's the makeup you wear. Just remember, I'm the HBIC that you want to be. Bye, bitch. I'm happy and blessed. Good night, Edges. (laughs) Good night, big piggy with the busted shape. Crying emoji or laughing emoji. Girl, I know you and them granddaddy long legs and box body not coming for my body. That made my night. Laughing emoji. Heart. Uh, Long, pretty legs and been fine. You worry about them extra small baby angles you rocking. Hopefully they hold up that giant body. Giant dieting. That's something you've never been good at. Tilted laughing emoji. Oh, God. Is that it? But yeah, so that was most of it. I think there were some other things outside of that post, but that was what had a lot of people commenting. <laughs> um, I think, what did I see? Issa Rae made that her, uh, the description in her Instagram, she just said, uh, long-legged and box body. <laughs> First of all, Portia was very pregnant. She literally just gave birth a week ago. Um, I don't get why mm. Nini's commenting about her size. Nini has been infamously big. Not fat, but just big and tall. You know? She's big mom. It's never um okay to talk about somebody's size like that. But what do you expect from this show? So, the finale happened. None of that was on the finale, but basically the finale was Porsche. I mean, not Portia. Nini feeling some type of way this entire season and towing the line of me feeling bad about her and also her getting on my damn No, nah, she made she made me stop liking her as much because I'm sorry. Yes, bad shit is going on in your life, but everything ain't about you. True. That's why I said. I felt bad, but then she was just so extra. I was just like, okay, girl. So they keep revisiting the fucking closet. Um, and um, they went back and forth on Instagram. And then again, a while ago, we said that she unfollowed everybody. Then it came to Cynthia. She had a party for this liquor launch thing she did she invited kenya but didn't say anything to nini and cynthia's defense was because she went on candy's youtube channel her defense was she didn't know if kenya was coming because kenya at this time was also pregnant and so super pregnant very she was like eight months pregnant trying to wear a fashion of a bodycon dress but okay sis go off um and so Cynthia's side was if she didn't know she was going to come because she was saying that I don't really want to come because I'm not trying to be filmed. They're not paying me, which is valid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she just assumed she wasn't going to come. And she even acknowledged that it's kind of a relief because of her tension with Nene because apparently she and Nene fell out and they've been being petty with each other online. Over some stupid stuff, though. Yeah, because Andy or because somebody asked her her Instagram questions it was kind of like fuck Mary kill but it was keep delete or block and she said block nini <laughs> but anyway so she and kenya don't get along so K- cynthia never brought it up to um nini because she didn't think she was gonna come whole time candy convinced me convinced kenya to come because she wants her back on the cast and it was good publicity for cynthia and you know she's trying to be a good friend and then nini looked like a plum fool and a petty child the entire time, and and Kenya did not even acknowledge her presence. Right. And then, then there was a scene where Kenya got up and did a speech congratulating Nene, or 
these happens. I keep getting the names mixed up. Congratulating Cynthia. And then Cynthia acknowledged um, a very sick, frail Greg who was there with Nini's husband who has cancer. And Nini was like, no, don't acknowledge them. Like, trying to be a hater. And then, then she got mad that she didn't ask Nini to speak. So she was suggesting they're going to fall out over this. What I thought was interesting, though, is that they kind of, they made the audio, the way they edited it, which is very um, deceiving, it made it seem like Cynthia and Can- Candy did know, because they recorded their conversation, and Candy started off like, I'm mic'd up, I'm mic'd up, I'm mic'd up. And then she's like, I just got to pretend right. like I didn't know Ken- I didn't know that Kenya was coming. But here's so my thing, shady. even if because they did know, even if, they did if I'm know, having an event, if I'm having and an I event, want my two of my close friends my there, and they don't fuck with each other, y'all gonna have to get over it. I mean, it's that simple. And as the two friends, you would be, you would think you'd be on the same page where you're just here to, su- you know, support your friend that you have in common. Right. And not be a petty right. bitch. But that's too much like right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, that happened. And yeah, I'm I mean, I guess it was kind of a boring the reunion. One. Huh? Huh? I'm looking forward to the reunion. It's supposed to be three parts. That's too much. <laughs> it's one of those things where it makes me want to just wait and binge all three. Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna watch them as they come on though, cause I've got nothing else to do. Um. So yeah, Portia's getting a spinoff. I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> not nothing against Portia, but that is not enough interest to me. You had your baby girl congratulations i don't need to see the leading up oh yeah that's happening um okay so today the tickets for endgame went on sale the new avengers film the final avengers film right um i don't know if it's the final i mean i would assume so but i just don't know that with any definitive like I don't know enough to know that. Did you buy tickets? I watch the movies as they come out. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Hell no. I don't buy tickets early. Well. I'll decide which day I want to go and I will show up and buy a ticket in the theater. I know someone that bought like four and then he's trying to flip them for $50. <laughs> it ain't that deep. It's not. But somebody. It really is not. Now I will say it will be packed that first weekend. You're going to have a hard time if you're trying to show up when the movie start to get a ticket. True. But it's not it's not that deep to be reselling tickets. Honestly, movie tickets are almost fifty dollars anyway, so <laughs> Oh no, not out here. <laughs> out here. I think movie tickets are like fourteen dollars. And that's not even X D or three D or nothing. Regular ass standard film. Um, speaking of Marvel. Angela Jo Angela Angela Angelina Jolie is supposed to be joining the Marvel Universe. I don't really care. Okay, moving on. <laughs> That's it for music and TV. This is a long episode again. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go through the good. Uh, let's. We're gonna be kind of quick with these things. Um. So. Where if you all are like me, I'm tired of hearing about Jesse Smollett. Luckily, at the we should stop hearing about him soon, hopefully. But, you know, people like to Probably stay in, in the, the past. past. I'm already still hearing what about has happened since- uh, what, what, we've, what has happened since uh, we last discussed it is that all the charges were dropped. 16. I have no problem with that. It was a waste 
of time and money for them to continue going. I don't even really care about going into why, because we don't know the exact reason why. All we know is that he forfeited his bond of, I believe, $10,000. And he had to do like two days of community service. Yeah. Either way, I don't really care that much. It could have been for a variety of reasons. It could have been because the police fucked something over because honestly, it's still with the evidence it does look like something isn't right right. Mm -hmm. it looks it looks suspicious as fuck but at this point they're not gonna chart or well all the charges were dropped and it's over so in my mind because it was such a convoluted situation that really didn't help anybody i'm over it i'm ready for it to be done but of course people aren't in the same mindset uh, dumbass mayor of is he the mayor of Chicago? Who cares? Um, what's his name? Somebody racist. Uh, Emmanuel, right? Yeah, he he, he has his own issues, many of them. Uh, but he wants to he wanted to try to demand that Jesse Smollett pay one hundred and thirty thousand for cost of investigation. <laughs> First of all, that wasn't in his deal. That's not. That wasn't in the paperwork that he signed. That's not how it works. You can't just get people to pay back all this money when they weren't, first of all, when they weren't convicted of a crime. Mm -hmm. And And second second of all, all, when they've they've already already signed signed an agreement to make everything everything go away. away. Mm -hmm. So So that's that's just a waste of people's time, money, thoughts. Like, just be done with it. His record is supposed to be cleared. Um, Right. He was, okay, so he was Put on suspension or whatever from Empire. The writers at Empire gonna tweet, see y'all on whatever that Empire comes on. Shut your asses up. <laughs> Talking about see y'all uh, on so and so. Shut up. Once again, people not moving on. I saw you posted uh, something about Illinois state rep introduced a bill to withhold tax credit from any production <laughs> that hires Jesse Smollett. Get the fuck over it. Is it that I'm deep? In Illinois? So you want him to pay pay for wasting your time or you want to continue to waste time? What is it? It it, it makes me so mad whether it's state legislators or federal or federal ones. Um y'all got a lot to deal with. Illinois is in the Midwest. Y- y'all got some issues. This is what you worried about. That's putting it lightly. For real? Too. Like Donald Trump talking about it's embarrassing. Yeah, you're embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Either way it goes, it's over. We ain't got to talk about the shit no more. Good grief. I'm over it. I am too, girl. I don't know. Anything else that was good that you want to talk about? Michelle Obama's memoir is on the path to becoming the best-selling memoir ever, which is lit. Um, it is good. Everybody should read it if you have the time. Yeah, fuck Betsy DeVos. Um, she was um, gonna defund the Special Olympics because she's just an evil bitch. And um, but here's, here's the thing: it was overturned. It was that's come that, that was coming from Donald Trump. Trump. She's, she's trash anyway. But this was stuff that was coming from Trump. He overturned it because it got so much backlash. It originally came to him. Oh fuck both of them. She was just following what people told her to do because this isn't new. They've put this in every budget since he's been president. So he's known about this, but now people realize it happened and he saw all the backlash he was getting from so many different people because who fucks with the Special Olympics? 
evil ass bitch. And, and that's, that's why, why he said, said, oh, no, we're, we're going to fund it. Okay. Fuck well. He just he backtracked. backtracked. Yep. Right. You know that um, one, like, uh, hard plastic grunter that your grandma would have, like, running down the hallway, and when it's underturned, it's spiky at the bottom? Yes. I hope that both of them step on those. So, fuck <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to some oh, bad man. shit. Um. All right, the bad. Your alma so mater. I could talk about this one. Yeah, my alma alma mater three times over. <laughs> Wait, huh? OSU students. I have three degrees from OSU. Oh, right. Corner flex, girl. <laughs> um, OSU. Which is Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Other OSUs are not legitimate. The, um, but let them know. At the Ohio State University, University. <laughs> students can carry concealed weapons in their cars, which is stupid as fuck. I recognize this, but I also live in Ohio and I also recognize that a lot of people would support this dumb shit. Um, do not support this in the least, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to change anything. The people that will keep concealed carry weapons in their car, 100% guarantee they were already keeping weapons in their car and <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't legal. Yeah. So I don't know how much it'll change. I don't think it's a good direction to head in. But Speaking of alma maters and guns, this makes me think of that ugly ass gun girl at my alma mater, Kent State. So, fuck that. I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in 2016, there was an attack at OSU, like, where there was a threat of a shooting. So, all right, cool. Go off, though. Because <laughs> I remember that because I was at home when it happened at my apartment at the time. But because um, my, my class was later in the day, but they canceled all classes after the shooting. It was a man, a guy, he had a knife and he ended up being shot. And he was the only one killed. Um, literally, he was shot by a security person. Somebody who was doing their job. Random people don't need to run to their cars and get a gun to try to stop somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, it's handled. It happened the way it was supposed to happen. Security got to him, neutralized the threat. Unfortunately, he died in the process. But once again, he couldn't harm anybody else. This is so, so damn yeah, good. Uh, uh, Um, just personal testaments of them disregarding the accessibility, um, parameters in place for differently abled customers. Um, some people are turning like the handicap spots into five minute pickup. Like, you know how McDonald's, you can order your food and like wait to pick it up or whatever. Oh, a lot of people do that a lot of places, unfortunately. Yeah, but Starbucks is getting the most heat because obviously it's Starbucks. 
Um, also, they once banned a guy in 2015 for trying to stick up for people, but he's since been unbanned, trying to protect those parking spots. Honestly, this is similar to Lupita, the Lupita thing. I think that people are so quick to brush this off because it doesn't affect them. You having the privilege of having the, you know, ability of your limbs and, like, full range and motion of your body, you don't have to think about using a handicapped spot. But some people need access, like, or pregnant and pe- people that post, post, what am I saying? People that park in, like, expecting mother's spots. Like, don't be a fucking dick. Right. Some people need to park there so they can get in and out. Like, what the fuck? Easily. No one cares about you need to get your cloud and- macchiato. Some people literally cannot walk farther than yeah. two feet to the door. So, don't be a dick. Um, also, right. there some. Um, and I know I have I know people like that, so it is a issue. Yeah. So more people, more people are um, bringing oh, that yeah. up. How they bring they bring it up to Starbucks and how they aren't doing anything to solve it. And then um, also being able to see outside of my own abilities and just see other people's perspectives, which is what I encourage other people to do. Not that I'm like a saint or anything, but or perfect. But you should consider other people's perspective because it's not all about you. Um, the band that the band they had on straws is like really fucked up as far as accessibility is concerned too. Cause some people need straws like, right. And that's actually a easy fix. Um, cause there's a lot of other companies that they don't readily supply straws, but if you ask for one, you can get it. It's that simple where it's like, as long as you have them available, they don't have to be out in the front. Just make it. So if somebody says, can I get a straw? You can pick one up and give it to them. True. That's, That's a simple, simple fix. I just encourage people to be a little bit more thoughtful. Make the world a better place. Um, William, Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin, had a baby on her. Which we knew he had an affair and was cheating and everything. But she um, was rushed to the hospital after... The side chick gave birth. And this girl is just posting up on the internet. I just, I feel really bad. Similar to Nene, it's really hard to feel bad for her, but I do feel bad for her. Um, she, we didn't talk about it last episode because we talked about um, coworkers and shit. But um, she recently admitted that she's been staying at a, faci- at a sober house in like a facility to cope with her addiction and everything. Um and she had to right. go back to the hospital. She's taking another break from her show. Last I heard. Um, as a result of this trash ass nigga. So. Yeah. If she decides to stay with her. Stay with him. I mean that's her decision. I saw people talking about separation. Which is you know. They have a child together. I don't. I've never been cheated on. Or none of the, no one's had a baby on me before. So I can't ever pretend to understand what's happening but i would leave i would think i don't know though because i've never been in that situation and then the other i guess the other issue is that even if she wanted to leave wants to leave their business is so entrenched together yeah you losing a lot financially and even if you're not losing a lot financially, it's going to be difficult to separate all that stuff. When I get popping, if a nigga ever publicly embarrass me, I'm What the fuck? People just have no morals. Anyway, 
Um, on to <coughs> the hell. The hell. Um, I just woke up. Houston. All right, you're going to have to tell me about this one. I ain't heard about this. So, okay, today is the day that we're recording. It's April 2nd. It's no longer April's Fools. I didn't really see that much foolery, um, partially due to Nipsey Hussle's passing, which is great. Cause right. Although, one of my coworkers texted me, why did you post your naked pictures on your Instagram story? And then put space, 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 space. So I only saw the first part in my like notifications. Then when I open it, it's a whole bunch of spaces, and it's like, happy April Fool's Day, bitch. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to tell too much of my business, but bitch, not cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway, Tinder, <laughs> days before April Fool's, um, they introduced this hype verification on their, we, could, we need to do an episode about so, uh, um, online dating, too. Soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> triggered. Yeah, um, that works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm triggered by the height verification part too. Why? Because sure be some liars. <laughs> well, that's the point of it. Is, <laughs> now, this is what like this makes. This is why I think it's not fake. I mean, not real. Because it's like on the video, they just have like a simulated person, like. Saying, oh, I'm 5'11". Then it's like, eh, put your right height in. And it's like, <laughs> and it was like 6'2". Eh, put your right height in. And it's like 5'8". <laughs> and then it's like, ding, ding, ding. And then it says on his, on his profile, height verified. Now, the way the video presented it, it seems fake. And it seems like it could be an April Fool's joke. But on some um, websites like OkCupid, I think OkCupid or... Maybe it's match. One of them, you do have to like take a picture and it has you like turn your head to. The, you have to submit a video, and it's like a the front of your face and your like profile and stuff, and then they verify that it matches the pictures you post. Mm. So it's not far off from being true, but of course, all these niggas are mad. They should put a weight verification on there. <laughs> like, what about people piss me off they put too. a body count verification like nigga you just mad because you short as fuck oh well <laughs> yeah and also like it also like that bothers me the thought if that was to be the case why do you give a fuck you care that much about height that much some people do. I understand you might I understand you might have a preference <laughs> but like some people are you're gonna like narrow that. it down by height Okay, so I think it was I think it was an April Fool's joke. It was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. If you if you look up stuff now it says yeah. April Fools. Yeah. Yeah. And McDonald's put an all pickle sandwich. Like April Fools is just not good anymore. The only good April Fools thing that I saw was someone put Brussels sprouts on like a skewer stick and then dipped it in chocolate to make it look like cake pops. <laughs> And then somebody, <laughs> and then somebody at their job, they put they put like a serving tray, and it put mm-hmm. fresh brownies, and then inside was the letter E in brown. I saw that. I saw that. Um, here's my thing. Going back to what we talked about last week, don't fucking eat the food that people bring to work. <laughs> but I guess if you just want to peek. Because you're going to be mad. Yeah. People probably do that shit on purpose, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Not even to be funny. Just like, oh, some chocolate covered. They be putting chocolate on everything. 
Just like they be frying everything. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So, I thought it was funny that people were mad about it. It's not that deep. But some dudes do put like, oh, and I'm 6'7", if that, <laughs> if that matters. I, hate, I used to hate that. Now, for me, I personally, we can get into this, like I said, if we do a full episode on this. I personally prefer, prefer a guy to be taller than me. If a guy's shorter than me, it just feels fine. real weird to me. But I'm not a dick. Like, my sh- you know, my, the way my life is going, my soulmate probably is shorter than me because my life's a joke. But whatever, you still have, I guess, you are worth something if you're shorter than me. Even though I think I'm kind of short, but all right, go off. Mm-mm-mm. So, another thing that I just realized, they released this, I think, in January or February. But the Netflix price increase is about to go into effect. How much? Some bullshit. Honestly, it's like one to two dollar increases depending on what package you have. Oh, they have different so options if you had, now? Yeah, so like if you have the cheapest one, the basic one, you can only watch that one on one screen at a time. And before it was like seven ninety nine. Now it's gonna be eight ninety nine. If you have the one where you can watch on like three or four screens, I think that one bumped up like two dollars. But it's it's one of these things like I get it, y'all need money because all of the original things that you are making, but come on now. And you're gonna lose some business because while you are increasing your prices, Hulu keeps dropping them and bundling. You could get Hulu, right? You could get Hulu, Spotify, and something else for five dollars a month. Well, not to brag or anything, but I have Spotify Premium, Hulu ad free, Apple Music, and Netflix all for free. Shout out to my mama. <laughs> I use Spotify pre- premium. Um, don't pay for that. I have Hulu, don't pay for that. I have Netflix, I pay for that. Um You do? You want my login? I mean my mom's login. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only reason I don't like that is because depending on how many screens you can watch on, I don't like fucking with other people's stuff. Um Well you make your own profile. No, but not like that, but but what happens is if so many people are watching at the same time, the next person that logs on is going to be like too many people are watching. So you can't watch your Netflix. And I've had that happen to people. I know where they hand their password was handed out so many times they went to watch it and they're the ones paying for it. And they couldn't watch. I will log everybody off, log out of all sessions. Oh. <laughs> That's what happened. They logged out and they changed the password so nobody could log back in. Me as fuck. So it's like, I'll use it and I let like my mom and my boyfriend, but yeah, I can, I can handle that $8 a month. I just like to complain. <laughs> Same. All right. Another weird. I don't like increases. Um, on the similar to, um, streaming on the subject of streaming. BBC's iPlayer, which is their street BBC radio streaming platform mm-hmm. have they invented this might be this might be a april fool's thing i forgot Ugh. <laughs> fuck okay, see this, people are getting you for it april is april fool's, fool's. yeah which is annoying okay so it turns out now it's april fool's even though when i bookmarked it it was not um they were supposed to be adding a skip the sex button so you can like skip a sex scene but it's a april fool's joke whack <laughs> And then someone said, is there a skip to the sex button? Asking for my Netflix and chill. Or my uh, BBC and chill. Uh, 
She's just dirty. Do better. <laughs> um, damn, these all might be April Fool's jokes. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, these are all. These are kind of out of order. I just remember that I had them bookmarked. Made in America, oh. 2019. Travis Scott, Cardi B, Juice World, James Blake, Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals, Kodak Black, Georgia Smith, Blueface, Pink Sweats, Megan the Stallion, Kaytrinata, Tierra Wack, Roddy Rich. The baby, Amber Mark, um, Phantoms. I don't know the other people. Are you gonna go or not? Nah? When is it? It is in. I don't remember. It's in the summer. I think it's in August. Oh I don't no! Know, it's probably of July. not. Just because at this point, other things are popping up for me. Um, non music festival wise. Oh, you got a life now? Oh, not a real one. Only like weekend things. Um, so, yeah, as much as I would enjoy those, the amount of money that I would spend, mm, I don't know, it's hard. And it would be hard at this point to choose which one to go to. I kind of want to wait until um, if this thing comes to fruition. I just read that it was rumored that Cardi B is going on tour with City Girls and Megan The Stallion and two other female artists. So okay. That'll be lit. I could see that, that especially seeing as she canceled like half of her tour with Bruno. Like he continued, but she didn't finish those shows. Yeah, she hasn't been on her own tour yet. Uh uh-uh. uh Um. But she, I've seen her before. She's a good performer. She looks like I haven't seen her live before, but I watched her her Bochella set. Mm-hmm. Pretty lit. Um, Jordan yeah, Peele. The Jordan Peele hosted. Um, Twilight Zone premiered. I tried to watch it, but um, my TV was acting stupid because I have actually CBS All Access. Because mm-hmm. I think it's only on CBS All Access. Oh, it's it's not on regular TV. Mm-mm. You have to have the um, basically the premium of CBS. Um, but I tried to watch it, but it kept freezing on me. So I'm gonna give it another try later in the week. Because I like Jordan Peele, as anybody who has listened to any of the episodes, I like sci-fi, weird type stuff, so I would like to like the new Twilight Zone, but we'll see how it goes. I never watched the original Twilight Zone, and I'm kind of scared to watch it now, so I probably won't watch it, but that's cool. Um, Speaking of... That was a nice save. I'm going to drop my phone. Um... Um, sorry. The trailer for Top Boy, which is this UK film coming out to Netflix in the fall, produced or partially produced or executive produced. Drake has something to do with that shit. So that's coming out soon. Okay. Um Mendem, Mendem. That's how they rap in the UK. Um, <laughs> um Sure. <laughs> um Danielle Brooks was cast in Much Ado About Nothing, the live Shakespeare play. Love her. Mm -hmm. From Orange is the New Black and The Color Purple. And um, Cardi B has a a statue statue in the Brooklyn Museum. Why? (laughs) Because she's Cardi. Okay. 
Um, Boomerang and American Soul oh. are renewed for second seasons at BET. I've never watched it, but shout out to Lena Waithe. Love her. Can't wait to the show. I attack. have never watched either of them, but I've heard good things I about watched, both. I watched like four minutes of the first episode. I was like, this is moving too fast. Like I said, I'm in a reality TV mindset only because I just don't have, I have my mind on other shit outside of watching TV. So it's like too much when I have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I have. Okay. Anything to look forward for the week ahead? No, I don't think so. Um, do you? <laughs> uh, when I got to think. No, just family stuff for me. Yeah. Yeah. Got to watch the kid for the weekend. Little chocolate chip. <laughs> yep, yeah, nothing else going on. Same. I'm really looking forward to going to bed. Um, uh, yeah, is anything happening? It's fucking April. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That's cool. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So this is a long ass episode. We will cut it down. Yeah. What you mean, we? <laughs> I'll help narrow it down <laughs> what to cut.